Hey, Dead Bar Rap Pod listeners. If you fuck with this program really tough, there's another podcast that you should definitely check out. It's called Bedroom Beethoven's, or and I actually think he says it right. He, like He's like, Bedroom Beethoven's or something <laughs> like that. Like It caught my ear that he says it right. But Bedroom Beethoven's is a hip-hop podcast focusing on producer interviews. And it's really nice to sort of see them um, take what, what we're kind of all doing and, and you know running with it. Yeah, absolutely. And this podcasting uh, fraternity, if you will, um, is getting pretty tight. And I like that everyone's supporting each other. So, you know, if you like this podcast, we definitely suggest that you check out Bedroom Beethoven. Beethoven. Not the dog. Dad bod, rap pod, we are on the bleeding edge of hip-hop as we know it in 2019. Uh, my name is Damone Carter, a.k.a. Dem1. You may have read about me in the Silicon Valley Metro right next to a weed ad and an escort number. Um, that was my number, by the way. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> For a good time, call Dave Ma. He gives great interview. Um yeah, man. How's it going, Dave? <laughs> it's going well. Yeah. I give great interviews. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. I, I'm going it's a well, heavy man. topic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, oh. And also <laughs> on Wise Cracks and General Curmudgeonry, we have Nate LeBlanc. What's up, everybody? I just want everyone to know that I'm inspired by Dave. I have taken the microphone out of the holster. <laughs> These guys think they're cool as fuck. And I'm, I'm doing a thing I've seen politicians do at my day job, um, resting it on my chin. <laughs> so I, don't know wow. how that, I don't know how that relates back to what we were just talking about. <laughs> Is that mic bagging? Like what's? Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're we're the Dad Bod Rap Pod. We're uh, really excited about fucking rap like yeah. it's yeah there's uh, so much good shit right this now. is a so funny stupid thing but like i want to get so big that i can just tweet out shit like i love hip-hop and then get 474 <laughs> right. likes yeah, 12 totally. retweets no, no but i want to get like ten thousand likes okay it's like it's like okay. I, benny the butcher just did that and he was just like i fucking love rap music i'm like Me right too. totally Click. totally mm. like i can't smash the heart fast enough <laughs> You, you that t- resonates you with me. Yeah, <laughs> that really resonates. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's great to. We had a recent interview with Beans from uh, Antipop Consortium, and he, when we asked him about is he into contemporary rap and kind of what's going on, he got really excited and started talking about oh, you know, there's Griselda and there's right. Rock Marciano, right. and I was like, yes, that's how I get excited Same. when I, I talk to people and people are like. What is even good? What's out? Right, and I, right. I get like almost evangelical. I'm so sick of that at this yeah, point. I know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, dude, we got a whole ass podcast. Right. We talk <laughs> about this shit. <laughs> this is for your ass. This is self help for you. Bro. Literally what we do. Yeah. But he was naming off all, all all the guys at the moment. Totally. And it's like you just a complete grasp yeah. of where things are. Totally finger yeah. on the pulse. It was and, perfect. And and this is a rapper that was um you know got to start in the mid late nineties. And so right. I think that's always dope when artists from another era can be yes. um, congratulatory and celebrate right. like a, a newer generation and mm-hmm. um and so yeah we are in you know. We thought last year was like really, really good, right? Like right. I still think idea. last year was a better year for music overall, release wise. There, rap, this rap has wise? been a great year for music. Yeah, okay. I, I would just say no, Rock Marciano, no Milo. Right. You but know what I mean? They so, gave us twenty-two projects last I know. year. <laughs> Let them breathe. That's the totally. That's the give and take of the well, crazy release schedules. Well, but I think there might be another Rock coming. Before right, the end of the year? Yeah. Let's hope so. If you listen to Dad Bod Rap Pod, uh, right. Rock's manager definitely teased yep. that there, there's new material in the pipe. And so, yep. um, yeah, there's just a, a plethora of really dope artists from what I love about it is it's a lot of different voices. Griselda right. is really different from Arm & Hammer. Totally. Um, Arm & Hammer is different from Earl Sweatshirt. Right. Who just dropped Feet of Clay. Um mm-hmm. At the time of this taping, it was a surprise EP, right? Yes, like, there yes. was no press for it or anything. Right, Mm-mm. just drop seven songs anytime, please, Earl. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, like. I thought it was interesting because I, even though it was a surprise, he dropped 
Thursday night, like which I guess people on the East Coast stay up late and listen to music. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like Saturday Night Live. I, I will deal with that tomorrow. Um, but Brother Ali, uh, full uh, full length album produced yeah. by Evidence, surprise dropped on Friday. Right, which right. is an interesting way to do it. It's yeah. like you got you have a captive audience. We're all all already there mm-hmm. trying to keep up with all the new releases, and it's like you could slide one more in. Yeah, totally. I thought that was an interesting look. Totally, totally. The cover photo is amazing. Yeah, too. yeah. I, that it? was a really surprising album. Not not. I was really into it. I okay. Was not, I was okay. not expecting it. Okay. I haven't listened to it yet, but I thought that the strategy of like not only doing the surprise drop, but not doing the surprise drop in the evening of the night before, but doing it the day, the actual like, Friday it day, just ma- it just gives me something to think about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I definitely have to. It's it's almost hard to catch up. You know right. what I mean? So, right. uh, and I don't want to feel beholden to like the discourse. Like we've been using like capital T, capital mm-hmm. D discourse a lot today, right. Right. and it's like. It, <laughs> Like we were like talking earlier today about the Stally or Stally album. It's like I'm gonna get to that. Right. I don't have to have a Friday a Friday afternoon opinion on every totally. single album. Oh, I see. Totally. Like I've been an Earl fan for you know nine years now. I'm gonna right. listen to that first and then just right. kind of take it through the day. The well, West Side Gun album is very good. It's like a very, a very strong. Oh, that's right. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, he has a billboard in Times Square. Saw it. it looks dope. It looks so fucking looks cool. Sick. This is so dumb, but you guys know I'm obsessed with people's heights. He has to be short because on his album he talks about wearing a size forty two shoe. Oh, that's eight and a half nine. Wow! Damn. And in these European like designer things that he wears, like that—that's a pretty small shoe. I that's know, almost kids Footlocker right there. I okay. wouldn't go that far because I was just about to say that's my shoe size. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, little guy. <laughs> kid size gun. I wish <laughs> I could save fifty bucks a pop if I could fit in the big kid sizes. Exactly. It's the exactly. end of the. It's the bottom of the adult sizes. Mm, that's right. Yes. Um, but I, that was very surprising because he's such a larger than life personality. Right. right. And right. I, I definitely, I will second that. Um, I like this record a lot better than the last the Fly one. God one. Yeah, I like right. this one a lot better than Fly God now, just because I like to do slanderous things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I it's a better it's, record. It's, it's a it's better record. 15, is it 15, 16 tracks? I know what you're going to say. It's, a, it's something like that. That's a lot of West Side. <laughs> That's a lot of boom, boom. Right. Yeah, right, you know what I mean? I'm right, just like, okay. Right, right. To where I had this thought when I was listening to it. And I definitely have tracks. I, I definitely enjoyed uh, the Luca Brothers track is, is super dope. Um, I was like, how could you parody him? It would, it would be like oh. literally impossible. Like hmm. you, it or would be, very easy. I mean, but but you know? to what degree would it even be not what he actually does? You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm like, wow. Well, you go around screeching and making like sound effects, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what he literally. Yeah, does. I know. Totally. Yeah. That's point. yeah. <laughs> when I'm on the toilet, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> when it's hot but, outside, ski mask. Yeah, but but overall, don't don't come for me. I I, Parka I like and small I like, shoes. Oh man. I, well, Nate's talked about the man's shoe size, so anything's we're we're in danger right now. I'm just saying. That was surprising to me, and welcome to the club. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you felt seen. Eight, eight and a half and nine are real sizes, guys. That's <laughs> yeah. what they use often. Nine is the most common uh, display model. Okay. So it's easy for me to tell if places have my size. I would love to talk to you about this West Side Gun if you were <laughs> yeah, available please come on, for please Dad come on Bod Rap Pod. So Hitler wears size seven. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I'll say this, though. Hitler wears display model. <laughs> oh, I... Fly God and Supreme Bly and Tell were great album names. The fucking Hitler series is... Yeah, I'm a, over it. Yeah, yeah. Cares. We have enough real problems in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... But didn't um, we get into it with Bradley Wallace? It's The Devil Wears Prada. Right, that's what it I'm is. I'm not going to front on... Uh, one of the greatest films of our era. Oh, absolutely. Being a reference for <laughs> absolutely. our rap mixtape series. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Devil Wears I Prada. See, I see. Wears... I thought you were the one who said that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I've seen that movie like 20 times. I don't know if you guys saw it. It's so depressing. The catcher for the, um, this is going to date the episode instantly. Oh, Suzuki? I know what you're going to say. Bit, Jesus. Dude. Okay, much. just so we, we're not having an inside joke and to let everyone in, Kurt Suzuki, the catcher for the Washington Nationals, rocked the MAGA hat today at the white house on their visit and trump did the janet jackson yeah. album cover like Ugh. cupped his tits wow yeah. where have i been it? wow dude. our president ladies and gentlemen oh wow my God. and a fucking asian guy ladies and gentlemen <sighs> hey, dude. are you talking to the coalition right now are you guys <laughs> are you guys thinking about how to get him excommunicated Man. off the planet a trade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that is yeah that is so wild i i think um you know it's hard for us now because that's basically what he's been doing to Kanye this whole time. And oh, so it's, right, uh, right. yeah, it's hard to criticize, but 
I just feel like uh, people don't understand how these things are going to age. I, I guess not. I, I, I guess not. I'm like flabbergasted because it's like it's not aging well now. It's right. been right, like right, four right. hours. Right. <laughs> it, it wasn't good right. in the moment. Like we've we just slipped. So I don't want to get into like the depression spiral of talking about Trump. I just had to like bring up this one. I I probably don't have a favorite baseball player right now, but I definitely have a least favorite one. <laughs> like Suzuki's out there. Tool. Yeah. Also least favorite Asian right now. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and wow. It's just disgusting. I'm disgusted by everything. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of disgusting, um, I've managed to avoid Jesus is King for two weeks give it a now. Hate listen? No, oh, good for <laughs> you. Now, now we're past that. Now I'm just kind of like, um, I don't. I can't do this anymore. I right. can't. I can't. I can't do that to myself. It's going to be aggravating. So my son did listen to it, and he's like, "Oh, did you listen to Jesus is King?" And I was like, "No, I couldn't do it, man." And he's like. It was kind of goofy. I don't know. You like his, you know what I mean? And this is a, a 16-year-old kid that's kind of like. What he, is he supposed to think about? Yeah, he, he has right. no context, right? Yeah, he's kind right. of like, I don't, I don't get it. But there is a, a contingent of folks, and this is very interesting because we just talked about all the dopeness that's happening. There is a, a committed cult of Kanye. Oh, there's of a course. there's a, a so hyper so. right. hyper committed cult of Kanye folks who are who are hyping this record again. I haven't listened, so I can't officially shit on it. But I kind of <laughs> go, free, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I kind of feel like it's more um, this kind of like contrarian hype beastie and MAGA kind of cocktail of, of that. death. All, All the worst that. people. All of that in the field with the purple sweatshirt, <laughs> right? Just like praising. Capitalism, yeah, Our, totally. Yeah, the, it's uh, just Jesus, awful. Yeah. The coalition that's being put together. I don't, there were some good pieces that came out um, when Kanye did the Sunday service album release thing at Staples Center or somewhere in LA, maybe the Forum. Mm -hmm. I think it was the Forum yeah. in Inglewood. And Lucas Foster's is one. Um, he's an artist oh, we've yes. been paying some, or a writer, a writer we've been paying some attention to, and um, his piece was good. And he. Uh, interviewed some kids who were there for the release party and they were enthusiastic Trump supporters and he kind of spun it. it. He didn't like belabor it, but I just thought the way he phrased it, it kind of like you could tell he was seething behind the keyboard. Totally, totally, oh, totally. Gosh. It's, well, I, mean, it's, I, I think it's the tough. piece was for complex. So you have like a few higher ups looking. You yeah, know, so. for sure. And it, anyway, it's um, I, I don't. Let me just ask you this instead of saying what I was about to say. Uh, are your kids being raised with any kind of church influence? Um, we are what I would call legacy Christian in the sense of when you're in the black community, I don't want my kids to ever go somewhere and not be able to relate to the culture. Like there's a culture of church, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, so they, they kind of know how to move in that, but we're not we're not devout or anything like that. So that's kind of and in to this current Kanye thing, right? It's like, I, I, I guess I'm asking, would would your son be able to, like, fuck with it a little bit on the tip of, like, fellow Christian? No, no, no. Um, I think uh, I think for him it's it's more like a spectacle, right? It's very much that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, sure. it's more like a spectacle. And, like, look, guys, if, if you guys want to listen to some Christian shit, Lecrae makes Christian music that is not for me, but it's it's music. It's together. Steph Curry's favorite it's rapper. Steph Curry's right. favorite rapper. Um, there's a cat named NF that my my middle child was into for He's a while. He's huge now. Huge. He's like um, huge. If Eminem didn't have a squeaky voice and was still depressed and Christian, right, yeah, and didn't want to <laughs> kill his mom every two seconds, yeah. Right. So so my middle child, she's she just turned fourteen. She was into NF for for a while, but it's this interesting. Is uh, NF doomed? <laughs> I was thinking that was gonna come from Dave. <laughs> Dave got the mic back to his chin. He's real relaxed. I think if it was on the stand, he would have hit that. But no, look, there's there's Christian rappers. I think um, Kendrick, you know, has a has this deep kind yeah, of Christian yeah. undertone. Um, Shants, <laughs> Shantae, the rapper, um, definitely has community that chance. Yeah. Uh, so community so chest. That was a stupid joke. That didn't make any sense. You got to put it back on the holster, I know, guys. I know. I'm off my game. Yeah. Mike's on holsters. So there, there is Jesus has been in rap, and I don't like how 
there's this idea that Kanye is bringing something new right, right yeah. to the to the fore. Like sweatshirts existed before too. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweatshirts and gospel. Thanks yeah. for inventing that. Speeding guys. up soul samples existed. Like right, you know, right. But but I, I understand a long list. Of I that. understand that for folks, um, this is their introduction because Kanye is a cultural porthole to hell. And so <laughs> if if that is if that is for you, that's fine. But on on the flip side of that. There are actually rappers with morals and integrity and bars. Um, and one of those that's one of the kind of one of my favorite artists to kind of listen to and also argue about is Earl Sweatshirt. Absolutely. Um, speaking of sweatshirts. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of sweatshirts. Uh, Feet of Clay, his new EP dropped. Um, yeah, definitely by surprise. And I listened to it that evening. Um and I, I really I really dug it. I'm on record as saying I'm not so much of a some rap songs fan. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. angry. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I Blood think you need to horizon. Yeah. We had um, we had a contentious discussion about some rap songs when it came out, but we yeah. everyone is friends again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've been through mediation. Um But I feel like if you like the new one, you should revisit some rap songs. Isn't it is it's treading the same territory right. to extend his metaphor sure. there, right? Sure. I no, don't know. I don't know sure. how that and, works. And but. and even when I was uh when I was trashing that record, I uh the some rap songs record, um, I appreciate that he leaned into his whole shit. It just didn't land for me. Right. I'm right. like, he made a set of choices. You're going for an aesthetic. Yeah. To me, I look at albums like colors and I'm like, that color combination doesn't quite work for me, but yeah. you went all the way you. And so I feel like on this one for whatever reason, it's a little bit more refined. I'd say the main difference for me is there's a couple of more, um, I'm not going to say up-tempo because nothing's really fast, but a little bit more mid-tempo, um, and I feel like I can, somehow it just connected with me a little okay, more. Okay, okay. I think um, the second half of uh, some rap songs has some mid-tempo stuff. Okay. I okay. think you turn it off after the two first slow songs. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? to to me, the difference here is that he's not directly grieving his father on the new one. Okay. He's he's working in the same field. He's like t taking kind of that like whether you want to call it sludgy or kind of like mm -hmm. a muddled kind of uh, thing that like Mike and Navy Blue and Pink Sifu and like other people are like working in that realm and i personally feel that a lot of this influence comes from the band on the corner um mm. who i've just i'm a fan of and i think are really influential behind the scenes music people mm -hmm. they're bringing kind of like a cosmic like i don't know what else to call it but like sludginess to the table yeah. and we can get into yeah. this more at some other point um but um i covered their story pretty hard when i had uh jonathan Sklute on who's the mm. guy who released uh the first standing on the corner label so if you guys want to go back and check that out anyway um they're doing a lot of production stuff now i do think that it's, it's their influence that is bringing some of that mm -hmm. to the table and it, this is a long way of saying um i think that some rap songs is about grief and okay. that feet of clay is about rapping yeah, and and I would say that the bars are easier to follow. It's bars, you know. What I mean, it's it's kind of like here's a James Harden metaphor, and here's mm -hmm, and we're just mm -hmm. we're going. So maybe it's a little easier for me to follow. And when you're dealing with such dark and dissonant tones, um, I feel like the contrast is what I look for. Yeah. If you have a dark and dissonant soundscape, and then you're being dark and dissonant, and you're rapping slow. It's just, it, it, it kind of, it does, muddled is a great word for me. Where on this one, I felt a little bit more clarity and a little, it was a little bit more fun. It was just, that's and so maybe, weird. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that's purposeful and I think that it represents growth. Okay. And it's like, it's that uh, gif of the lady from uh, Insecure. She's like, you know what that shit is? Oh. She does that thing with her <laughs> fingers. Growth. growth. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm so happy for Earl. Like, yeah. He's, totally. Like, yeah. He's totally. coming out of it. You totally. know what I mean? Like I totally. dealt with the death in the family this year, like. It was very intense. And maybe now that I'm thinking about it, that was part of the reason that I connected mm. with mm. some rap songs. Like, yeah, um, totally. we, we were talking off mic about how um, you connected with a certain band's music yes. um, earlier. And I yes. don't know if we want to get into that whole thing, but it's because your life experience was different from Dave and mine's. It sure. was just like, it was just sure. like, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about this for the first time now. I haven't really like considered that. And I don't think I was thinking about it when it came out. But I think that it essentially. It's not that the grief is over; it's that it's come to a different place. And sure. I'm I'm putting a sure. lot of this on him. He didn't do any interviews around this right, yet. Right? Totally, like, totally. There's a great Paul Thompson piece, and I want to say the fader um, that we tweeted out from the Dad Bot account, where 
Paul was that I, I always use this term when describing his writing, typically brilliant mm. in just setting the tone for what was happening with Earl when it when it came out. So right. I think that helped me understand it a little bit. But mainly I think I'm I'm all in as a listener on this this direction. If he wants to plow this field I, I think he should. I think he yeah, should. I think no, he should. I think, I'm I in. Think should. I mean for the last few albums, I mean we're watching the growth of this fucking young man, right? Who doesn't really do interviews, you know, who right. has all has right. gone through like all this like recent tragedy and stuff. So it's really interesting to see. I mean, he we're watching a prodigy grow and you know before us. And yeah, and but in in directions that I don't think folks necessarily expected. Right, because right. I feel like I right. feel like some of the the angst or disappointment is people thought Earl was going to go in a certain direction. Right, and Eminem. Yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. When you listen to the a lyrical Earl, miracle the Earl EP, yeah, it's like the grossest content oh, totally. delivered in the most. Right fleet way right well he's talking about clearly... ruptured cunts and shit yeah, you know what totally. i mean yeah. Yeah. which was was always tough for me but i uh, but <laughs> which I, I was into no right. i'm just right. kidding well uh, it's, it's, it's on some it's, horror it's course just, shit from a rap it, from okay a rapping perspective it's like th- that's what you're saying that's when he defined himself as a prodigy right and right. he was so incredibly young right. and so we we had an interesting um twitter back and forth with um tim hotep i can't remember his real name right now um but th- it was basically about this record is really divisive in part, and this is getting back to what you were saying, is because everybody wants to define Earl's narrative, right. and yeah. every single person has been wrong. Totally. Yeah. totally. It's, not, it's totally. not up to them. He's charting his own course. Totally. He's his own person. And it's kind of funny. Um, the whole Samoa free Earl thing made him so much more famous yeah. than his yeah. music ever yeah, right, would have. Right, yeah. And so and it's really interesting to me as well to see Tyler having branched off and like oh. the, the odd future is not a consideration no, no. in his music anymore. And he's defined himself as kind of like an icon in like oh, fashion. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. The Igor I think the Igor look and feel and album and tour will be really, really important to people. Oh, it's brilliant. Um it's not particularly like having that effect on me, but like it's it's really opening people's minds about mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And Earl, because he's still rapping, rapping, mm-hmm. has to still contend with the expectations of what was that? Two thousand eight, nine? Uh, I think it's two thousand ten, dude. Two thousand ten. It was just like Full a decade ago. Nobody wants to be stuck in two thousand ten. Totally. Least totally. of all, some forward thinking like brilliant artist. No, totally. I mean, I still ch- think Chum was one of the best songs of the last decade, and I think um, Doris was one of the best um, debuts. Totally. Ever. Yeah. So and it was it was definitely different than what we were expecting then, but it was just so good. Right. We it was just, just so like, good. Holy shit, this is great. And then every project since then has had its kind of d- 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 detractors. Right. And I think the the term we kept using, and I can't remember if we were on mic or off, is that. Pardon me. The last two records are divisive. Right? Yeah, some people yeah, hate right. it. And and some right. of the people we fuck with really yeah. hate it. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. I feel like even even when I don't, and I notoriously on record is saying um, I felt this way about "To Pimp a Butterfly," is not my record. I don't love it. I love the attempt. Like yeah, you yeah. you really you really it. went out there and you tried to push something in a genre where people do the same shit right. all the fucking time. It would be easy for him to do a metaphor punchline record. Right get the beats from the people we want him to Mm -hmm. get beats from. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's pushing this direction. And even though, again, it don't always land for me, when it does, I'm like, okay, we're fucking with something new now. And what's going to end up happening, and I think is already starting to happen, is it's it's really influential. His slow motion, herky-jerky, to me it's like a hesitation dribble. Steph Curry is not... Super athletic or fast, uh, and when his hand is healed, <laughs> uh, hopefully he'll get back on the court. But it's it's about hesita- hesitation and change of of speed. So Earl goes from, you know, this kind of like slow, then he'll speed up a little bit, and he doesn't stop when you think he should stop, and then he stops, and you're just. It. I like your metaphor, but I actually want to say it's more James Harden than Steph Curry. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, you know more, I'm right. It's more herky jerky for sure, yeah. and that it's like. This dude doesn't even look like he should be moving scoring, that fast. Yeah, scoring thirty. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, right. hmm, interesting. What's yeah, it? this guy's weird. Yeah, what is it about this guy? And then you watch him play, and you're like, it's emotion. What the fuck just happened? Totally, it's totally. it's emotion, and it's not conventional. So it's right. it's so mm-hmm. unconventional and so kind of like I'll go weird. Kendrick as Steph and uh, Earl as James okay. Harden. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I hate James Harden, so that was that was a hard hard bridge for me to cross, but. I, I feel like I'm excited to see where he's going with this right, because right. I, I feel like um, now that you're using these different soundscapes, 
there's just so much potential where I get worn out. And we had this ar- argument about um, who's your guy, YBN, YBN Corday, Corduroy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I my my problem with with that type of rapper who is who is dope. Um, he's so young though; you don't know what kind of rapper he's gonna be. I I don't, and we nor did we know what uh, Earl was gonna be. But he's kind of he's kind of in a particular lane, and I'm like, okay, I I see what how they're what they're gonna I do. You. I don't like that R and P song, dude. The song is so fun with Anderson Pack. They did the video. It's like so. Oh, like, Richard, fun, your problems. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I, I get know. it. I'm not saying it's <laughs> right. bad. Yeah. You're like the Twitter trolls. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's bad, <laughs> but it's it's there's a particular formula there. It it probably will work for him. We're never Sh- going to agree. Shout this. out, shout out to him. Um, he made the best album he could at his particular moment. He's going to be a huge superstar, and you will be not on the train. Uh, and 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 if he is a su- huge superstar, it's because they're gonna he'll be in a in a mold in a pattern of how you do these lyric records. Well, we'll Earl, see. Though. Earl is is blazing forward a new way to do a lyric record. That's is, that's all I'm is, saying. I would like to agree with the second part and disagree with the first, but we can put that aside. But you you keep thinking there's some kind of Svengali thing with YBN Corday where there is like no public record of that. No, 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 no. You what, keep what, saying what, they. What, Who's what they? I'm saying, well, he has a team as every rapper does. He has, does he has folks around. He has, well, maybe not. Well, no, he does because he has production partners, right? He's not making the beats. I don't know. Earl, uh, made, Earl, Earl uh, according to that uh, account everyone hates, Earl has made 70% of his own beats. Oh, okay. Great for him. Mm-hmm. He has a manager. He has people who help him get the work into the universe, as does Corday. Okay? You're just assuming yeah. a lot. So Corday called up Anderson Pock and was like, let's do a record? I uh, I don't find that to be outside the realm of possibility. Okay. All right. Well, I will say this. Who wouldn't want to do a record with Anderson Pock? He plays the drums. He sings the hook. He's like cool and fun. R- right, which is tangential to what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is this. Finish your thought. Rappers have formulas. They just do. And all I'm saying is whether it's YBN's own creation or he has a team around him, there's a particular formula for different types of rappers when they make their albums. That's all. Some formulas I dig. Other ones I'm like, oh, I feel like I've seen this movie. It's fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not a criticism of dude because he has bars, but I'm just going as to draw a contrast. I feel like what Earl is doing is so off a formula. There's a way that they could market him. There's a way he could market himself. There's an approach he could take that would be a lot more conventional. And a lot more people would like it, but I'm not sure if we would be having such heated discussion about him. We're never going to have... I completely agree with everything you just said. I think that that's totally fair, and I think that um, he's an artist. Yeah, he's, right. he, he's an artist. He would be an artist whether or not he was a rapper. And and like not he's an but, and not every person. and not every rapper is an artist. Right. You right. know what I mean? And, and that's not even a knock. It's just to say that it is so, true. Some rap, some rappers true. are like it's it's they like they just spit. Building you know? a yeah. they build a cabinet. It's craftsmanship. Right. Right. right, right. They build you. a cold ass cabinet. It's like a craft. What Earl is doing is not a functional chair. Like you can't, <laughs> right? You no, can't totally. sit in that shit. You know right, what I mean? Totally. But it looks it's a wild. Two-legged stool, totally. right? <laughs> yeah. That's spinning around right. in an art gallery with like lasers on it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's there's and, a difference. And to your point, he is probably carving out his own lane. You think so? As we see with the mobbies of the world, right? You know, and right? Right? So we we have um what I I feel isn't is an Earl sweatshirt acolyte um on, 100%. On, the, on the on the program. We didn't get to that question directly, but he is featured. <laughs> He is featured on uh, Feet of Clay. We're talking about uh, Mavi. Mavi, um, yeah, it snuck out of class and smoked yeah, a joint. Yeah, super <laughs> smoked a blunt and talked to us. Five joints. <laughs> yeah, he he seemed like he was on that on that good, uh, and he was he was cool enough to talk to us um, a little bit. His record I just heard today, and it's what is it called again, Nate? Let the sun talk. Let the sun talk. Um, it has a kabillion streams on uh, on SoundCloud right now, and. It's just a really good record. It's a like, really good record. Yeah. In, some I mean, w- in some ways, it's kind of like the Earl record that I wanted three three years ago. You know, r- I mean? right, right, right. Not and qu- I mean that in a good way. Yeah, not quite as um as as out there. Oh no, totally. Let's totally. say, but his subject matter and what he's attempting, the messages he's attempting co- to convey, especially at that age, I didn't right, understand right, he was right. so young. Well, Earl was nineteen too when he right. So right. you know, yeah. What are these kids eating? Man? I know. Like what? <laughs> uh, edibles. Yeah, Eat edibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we were definitely fortunate to um, 
to have uh, Mavi on the program. I just want to say uh, for the for those listening, if you want to like take a pause here and go and listen to the record, it is on Spotify and Apple Music and okay. all that stuff okay. now too. It's okay. not it it start it dropped as a SoundCloud exclusive as one continuous track, and I actually do think it's the rare record these days that really deserves it. To, works like to right. spend yeah. some time right. with, and it's right. like it's you're gonna hear him explain a bit about like why it's laid out the way it is, but. Um, I think um, it's it's a really interesting record and it really caught my ear because it's for someone so young he's incredibly self-aware and it's like it's almost venturing into like some cosmic shit like mm-hmm. um, you guys know I have a, like a little fascination with Chester Watson sure okay yeah it's in that in the universe uh, the yeah, reason, yeah totally the reason I like Chester Watson one of the reasons I like his music but uh, the reason I got into Chester Watson is we had um, his record label head Jeff Weiss on the program and he was like nice. oh yeah I met this kid um, Chester that. Watson when he was 16 and he told me he was a sorcerer and I kind of was like oh ha 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 and he's like no I'm not kidding <laughs> I'm a literal sorcerer and I'm like okay I want to hear that kid's rap record yeah like, totally that, that's that that interests me right and his he, uh, Chester Watson also dropped a new project on Halloween that was Saw a big that. release day too yeah. and it's very spiritual I don't know really know exactly the term to use it's like introspective almost like and I I'm gonna use a term and I hate this term self-help okay like i feel like mavi and chester watson to a certain extent and certainly earl on their last thing they're working through their shit on these songs right like there's something internal and like it's so it's it's like spiritual but like kind of cosmic but like metaphysical Mm -hmm. but what it's really about is like how to be a human being yeah and it's like that's that's the kind of message that's in this and so these are these incredibly young men like totally um, using hip-hop to like I'd be better people yeah right, and and right. and but that but fascinates al- me but but and also being really dope at the same totally time, right? right which, which is right. i'm not trying to hear your therapy session i want to hear some fucking if, it, totally, if, if it's totally. not hot right right so i i feel like um it is this kind of new wave where um i know i always get i get a little bit miffed when folks make it out to be that if you're not talking about fucking debauchery it's not interesting right and i think uh what bobby was saying a little bit in the interview was like fuck rappers are people like you know what i mean your hardest court the baby has emotional issues like you right. know what i mean like right. Right. you know he, he and a grill yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a gun but, well i mean what rap is emotional music so it like when people are, are surprised when it is i'm like dog go back and listen to some records dude totally yeah. you know what yeah. i mean totally like it's not all hippity hoppity shit totally right. you know? yeah right. and oh, that, that's, i'm offended when when people are surprised it, it minimizes it belittles the, the, yeah. the, the, it belittles the like the emotional depth. resonance right of the depth. right it's like yeah. it's, Go listen to Scarface. Totally. I don't I don't totally. want to talk to you until you've right. listened to the diary. Totally. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and so probably rappers don't get enough credit. And it is great to see like a younger generation right. learning how to talk about different yeah, they're, shit. They're like stepping over their feelings in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. As, as these I, young men. I wonder if there's something to like um I've probably said this on the show before, but like I there's this comic that I often think of. Um there's a mother showing the daughter her diary from when she was a little girl mm. and she was like oh mom why didn't you re- let anyone read your blog <laughs> you know what i mean right? and so i wonder yeah. if there's something to this thought that it's like it, kids it, just live out loud now. so yeah. so yeah. i i will agree with that and i see it in kind of the instagram culture right because again i have a 16 year old son and he's on instagram and it's it's not uncommon for them to post a pic or a story with this kind of pithy kind of emotional quote that w- we would have thought of as like, oh, that's soft. You're being right, weird. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But or, now or it's like, very common. That's for me. Like, yeah. It's yeah, for yeah, me yeah. to deal with. I don't, I'm not putting my, but generally sh- speaking, especially when I was that age, I think I would have been deathly scared of putting like my real emotions into any, I affected like an apathetic Right, like right, right. uh kind of like blase like right. stone vibe when i was his age right. I, I didn't i don't perhaps it was all a ruse and everyone could tell i was having emotional turmoil constantly but you but know. It, but it's cool to kind of like wear that shit on your on your sleeve very of, of very much so yeah. yeah so so i definitely feel like um i haven't heard the new chester watson which i need to do um mavi it, it's out there 
it's out there. Yeah. It's I, in, I, would, I, I hope you guys listen to it so we okay. can talk about it. And, and I do want to point out, I've been waiting until the clock ticked over so we could, I could make this joke. We have now been talking about the Earl record longer than it actually is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which, like, that's a good record, right? Yeah, that's, when you, that's when you know it's good. It's like when you go see a movie and you have to go get coffee afterward Just to, like, talk to about it. it. Yeah, right. Which, like, Parasite is like that. Everyone go watch Parasite. Don't, okay. don't read any articles or reviews or even look at the poster. Just go watch Parasite. You're a Parasite like the Eiffel? <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a Drew Glein, Drew Glein. Dude. That's amazing. Um, That's so funny. Dude. I know. Uh, love it. Love it. Um, so yeah, we we've we've ruminated on on Earl for a while, but the point being, there's a lot of dope rappers. Mavi is one of them, yep. um, and we're happy that he could take time out from his studies, uh, <laughs> environmental to studies, to environmental studies, to talk to us about his new record, his approach and like his really his take on humanity so without further ado here is mobby All right, Dad Bod Rap Pod, always on the cutting edge of hip hop. We got a dope guest with us today. Uh, where where are you calling from? Charlotte, North Carolina. All the way from Boy. Charlotte, North Carolina. We got Mavi on the line. How's it going? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, I'm gonna be honest here and say I listen to. Um, the the record you have out right now let the, the sun talk let the sun talk for the first time today um it's an amazing project uh congratulations i it, i see it's getting a lot of heavy play on in the soundcloud realm can you talk to us about how that project came together and specifically there's a um kind of an affirmation uh mission statement at the top of the of the project that i, I wanted to see if you could talk to us a little bit about how that came together um Basically, it's a cosmological diagram of the universe around the circle divided in the thirds. I mean, divided in the fourth, and then the okay. fourth divided in the thirds, like clock. And I made songs around those things. Mm. And then those 12 things are the things that are in the first song, which is you know, food, clothing, shelter, peace, love, wow. happiness, um, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, freedom, justice, equality. Word, word. It's okay. basically those 12 jewels spread out across 12 songs, and that's a real um, black nationalist ideology type um, philosophical. Yeah. And I was going to ask, is that influenced by by the 5%? Theology, at yeah. All? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Def is definitely dope to to kind of hear that weaved in. Um, who are your collaborators on this project? Like musically speaking, how did how did it come together? Uh, this man, oh, this mad people were sending me beat, and then um, and I put it together kind of on myself. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yo, man, I wanted I to talk a little, little bit about um, sort of your influence and stuff. Uh, certainly, we just heard you on the new Earl album. Can you talk a little bit about how that came about? That's my friend. And then one time, um, Overcast sent him a beat, and he also sent me a beat. And then I sent him my half, and then he sent me his half, and then made the song. It's you really guys got beautiful. anything else um, cooking? Yeah, we got slap. Right on, right on, right on. Uh, how does it feel for people to be fucking with this new project? Like, ha what's your life like these days? Regular. <laughs> <laughs> no change yet. No, I don't, it's not gonna change. Okay. Ever. Nothing ever changes. Because <laughs> you're you're currently in school, right? Yeah. What do you study? I hate right now? it. 
right now I'm in uh, plant diversity okay. and environmental studies and um, some more shit. And <laughs> That's dope. So is this is this something that you you know is the rap career kind of a parallel to this? Do you do you see yourself um, getting out of rap at some point? Like, kind of what's what's the science there? Um, I feel like. One of my favorite things about being a rapper is forcing people to see rappers as a full human being, mm. which is very new to a lot of people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm a full human being. <laughs> that's that's something that I really like about the album is um, I think it's um, kind of an exploration of the self and that um, you you're like not afraid to go there. It feels very free. And uh, I realize that's not a question, but like, can you, is that kind of part of your, your mission or is it like something that you wanted to express? Well, I ain't know this much people was going to hear it when I wrote it for one. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, that's part of it. And then, um, I don't know, in some ways it's part of the mission, but in other ways I'm just like, a, I'm just like a, an example machine mm. for the things that I'm trying to teach people because like I don't and primarily the things that I teach people is things that I can talk about through real life parallels because I ain't going mm. I don't want to bullshit you you know mm -hmm. so yeah that's what that's why that's what that well your your writing is certainly filled with a lot of uh, novelistic detail I wanted I wanted to touch on uh, Toni Morrison I heard that uh, you're a big fan can you talk a little bit about her work Oh, she's the greatest writer in any language ever. <laughs> she's the girl. When did you Nobody's first? When did you first uh, get onto her? Uh, my freshman year of college, like two years ago. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. And what was the yeah. what was the book the the book or the writing that that drew you into her? That I read by her now. Mm. So it's self regard. Paradise, beloved. Mm. Um, what's this hit? The origin of others. Mm. Other shit we reading. Yeah, that's it though. That's the only shit I read cover to cover. Word. Oh, and and I read short stories, but like, yeah. But she's the goat though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no argument here. She's no argument here. Um, what's uh, are you making music every day? Like, what what's your sort of a uh, studio? process like um in your recording process it's sporadic i mm. i it's really really sporadic my whole life is really really sporadic okay we're yeah gonna... bro i got i do everything on my own okay, okay. so like Recording is sometimes to fit in my schedule as much as like marketing. Mm, right. That's interesting. But that's just what happened when you uh, boss. But also, uh, real deal, it's like I'd have to be in charge of myself in more ways than one. Okay. And right now, in the immediate aftermath, I actually just started back recording in the last week. Okay. And I'm trying to establish a rhythm, mm -hmm. but I I kind of was kind of in like a after album refractory period type deal. Mm. I think that's so we back bracking yeah. now. Um, are are there plans to release the album physically? Yeah, it's gonna, we finally dropped a vinyl pre-order. So nice word. That's yeah, that's, sure. that's great to hear. So have have you? Um, we know that the the Earl record Fita Clay came out last Friday. Have have you experienced any kind of bump since that happened? Are people kind of you feel more noticing you, or or do you feel any kind of uptick in your notoriety since then? I don't know. No. <laughs> Fair answer. Okay. Fair. Um, what are you working on now? Um, what do you and when's the uh, next project gonna drop? I'm trying to drop in January, but 
Yo, shout out to my man, shit, Jalen. Me and Killswitch, my shot, my group, me and my Charlotte homies, we dropped this shit in January for sure. And then I'm trying to come out again in January. Yeah, it's lit. Okay. Capricorns, <laughs> I love my Capricorns. <laughs> that's cat. That's that's what's up. Well, we we definitely appreciate you making time to uh to come on the program. We we love the new record and we'll definitely keep an eye out in January uh for the for the new joint. Thank you so much for having me. Love y'all folks, man. All right. Be well, man. Peace. Peace. Let's go. I think it's great that on this program, we being men of a certain age can talk to rappers half our age. Totally, totally. And, and, you know, definitely connect on some level. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of an old dude right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, hey, son, how's your studies going? Um, <laughs> Poorly. It's, it's I really nice. Yeah. Really yeah. nice to connect with such a young mind that's putting out stuff that we like. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna buy him a coffee the next time I see him. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was he was on it in his own vibe, but definitely um, had some really cool insights, and it was cool to get kind of confirmation of um, you know the album begins with this really kind of five percenter inspired Mm -hmm. affirmation, which I just, I thought was really, really interesting. And you don't really get a lot of that such direct kind of black nationalism in the kind of lyrical motif he's doing. Um, So super interesting. We're definitely glad that he came on the program. And uh, I know Nate likes to prospect uh, as do I a little bit. And I feel like he is definitely going places oh definitely like he was real nonchalant but i'm like oh, i i feel like you know this too totally really totally it, isn't that kind of um i think and i don't want to put this on him he didn't say this at all i'm just getting this from listening to the record like he knows he's special yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah you don't make an album like that because you're just some guy though i thought it was hilarious when he was all like well i didn't think so many people were going to hear this so i probably yeah. would have done things a little bit <laughs> differently <laughs> had i known I folks like, were going to listen a real on there it's like yeah. yeah yeah he he has lyrically um there's a seamlessness seamlessness uh that is really amazing for somebody that age it just Agreed. really, you know, really to be able to um, to string your words together to make sense and to have this kind of cohesive flow and to be actually talking about things. Real shit. Same yeah. Something, right. Yeah. So I was I was impressed with the record. It was great to talk to him. And we're definitely looking for, you know, looking for big things. And this is another example of we hear a record. We like a record. We can reach out to the rapper. Right. And right. have him on the program. Shout out to Mavi getting back to us right away. Yeah. Like, literally cool. two minutes later, he was down. Yeah. And then. Two days later, he was on the Earl record, so it's really nice to <laughs> sort of like Good uh, timing ride for this us. momentum. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely cool. So, um, just doing some housekeeping here. Uh, it would be amazing if you guys went onto a streaming service, maybe a Stitcher, maybe an iTunes, maybe a uh, Google Play Music, Spotify. Give us a follow. Give us a rate. Give us a like. Give us a review. Um, we'll take dislikes too. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, that, that works too. Um, just like screenshot the show and throw it up on your stories um i don't know what else to do but uh yeah it'd just be cool if you guys like threw down some uh some love on, and the, if you, on the services it really helps us with our metrics and yes to reach the widest possible audience uh, he said have... whitest not just just to reach the whitest possible audience i wouldn't spend an hour talking about <laughs> earl's new ep but you know we could see Nate LeBlanc, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, definitely, and if you're trying to um, put a little coin in our pockets, definitely check us out on kiki.co.uk. Yes, yes, sir. Um, that Co. is uk. Yeah, co.uk. Kiki. That's K-E-A-K-I-E. Um, we just recently got a, a little syndication deal with them. Shout out to to the UK and to Kiki. Uh, for fucking with us, we are on Twitter at Dad Bod Rap Pod. We are on Instagram at Dad Bod Rap Pod. Uh, delete your Facebook as we should. 
Did you guys see today? <laughs> today is the day they announced they're they're not Facebook anymore. They're, they're Facebook. Facebook. Oh god. Uh, now I'm gonna have to edit that, but you guys know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. No, they just went all Sorry. to. All caps. What what are they doing? I'm so sick of Zuckerberg, dude. Dude. All Jesus caps Christ. when you spell Facebook's <laughs> name. Sorry. Sorry. I also hilarious. felt that was Dave quality. And <laughs> so my guys took the mics off the stands this this episode because they're like on some lean back shit. And I just feel like I feel like the jokes are a second behind. Like, <laughs> possible. Let's, it's possible. Yeah. Let's let's get a little sharper on the next episode. <laughs> um so we're we're coming rapidly towards the end of twenty nineteen. We right. have to like stop having such great guests so we can do our end of the year <laughs> list. Yeah, so we're we have we're, a serious like time crunch coming our way. Absolutely. I'm actually getting a, a small panic attack about it because Are you gonna um, like reach out to the, the heads and yeah, get I'd a like spreadsheet to, going? I, I'd like we kinda to, need to start doing that. I know, I know. i I'm And by I'm, we I mean you. <laughs> Nate's management style, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in one in public shaming. Yeah, um, no, it's definitely coming, and I I do want to reach out to some of the um, some of the kind of hip hop punditry that that helped us compile this last year. Even we got a couple more folks now too. So I think the circle has expanded. Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely be reaching out to some of our our trusted confidants and and compiling. So what was the best stuff of 2019? It's I don't think there's a clear-cut winner, though I think Bandana would be in the lead still because yeah. nothing really earth-shaking has come out since then. Uh, Woods? I'm, I'm, gonna, Woods? I'm still going to say Woods. I'm a Hiding Places guy as yeah, well, but same. last year I was like, it, pick any Milo album, and then oh, it, right. we ended up giving it to Pusha T. The reason I want to get the results in is so we can see who wins. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. want to know who <laughs> our know. listeners think had the album of the year. This year in particular right, is really right. interesting. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a really interesting year, and then it, that also dovetails with it's the end of the flipping decade right, um, right which i think uh passion of the weiss has done some great stuff around that excellent work. we're we, currently working on some stuff right now and it's okay. fucking harrowing dude <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah. jesus christ this yeah. came out in, in spring of 2010 holy I, shit i got yeah, yeah. i got ridiculous. i got nothing for you there we're no. gonna we're gonna do a very truncated best of the decade no, that's totally top five um, top yeah. five best of yeah. the decades yeah. yeah yeah um we got our special thanksgiving episode planned oh, we have shit. the 100th episode coming up yep. we have Fucking a lot shit. of there's this is a good time to get involved we're doing push-ups right now <laughs> yeah so. yeah pretty much um, <laughs> so please uh stay tuned lock us in tell a friend we are the dad bod rap pod Hey everybody, it's Nate. I uh, just wanted to give a special shout out to Small Professor, Small Pro for supplying the beats for this week's episode. Um, I just thought they worked really well with what we were trying to accomplish and uh, he actually sent us a huge assortment of beats. So um, I think you'll be hearing these little thank you um, clips a lot for him. Um, Small Pro, thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, you hooking us up and i think you're helping the podcast kind of level up in terms of our audio um and just the availability and just i'm like flabbergasted by the different amount of styles that you can flip so thank you very much everybody go listen to 86 witness see you next week I'm excited.